Yeah. Yeah. Keep cheering for me. I run me up. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never get tired of hearing that. I ain't never get tired of hearing that. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome to Words with Ali. I'm your host, Ali Sievright. And uh, today, I'm going to be saying some words on food. More specifically, the art of cooking. Now, I'm I'm under the school of thought that cooking is a essential life skill that everyone should have. Everyone. Everybody. Because if you don't know how to cook, if you go through some hard times, yeah, sure, you, you could just order food or order pre-made shit. But like most of the time, people have financial problems and cooking can help alleviate at least a bit of the problem because you can, you know what you can do with $20? You can buy a, a thing of potatoes, onions, carrots, and some rice, and you got the base to make pretty much a shit ton of food and that'll last you well over a week, well over a week. But if you use that same money, go to McDonald's, that's what, two meals at most? So if you do the math, it adds up. You learn how to cook. Cause like, man, I remember we, we got invited to this, uh, guy's house. Uh, we worked for, he was a builder. Um, everyone called him Steve, but we known him as Stockus. Now, when we, when we, we pulled up to his house, he didn't have to tell us he was well off. We could tell by the size of his house. He was very well off. His four year old son was in a stroller. Holding a cell phone, a functioning cell phone. Mind you, this was, what, 17 years ago now? Holding a full-on cell phone. I didn't even have a cell phone. This nigga in a stroller holding a cell phone, making calls and business deals, investing and shit. I'm like, damn. Then we walk inside. He had a, he had one of them double-door entries with the glass and shit. Just stylish. Fucking marble foyer. Oh, chandelier over the top. Crystal. Just crystal. And yo, the the craziest shit. I have never seen this before in my life at that point. All of his walls, the corners, curved. All of his drywall was curved. Ain't no sharp corners nowhere. That shit just curved. It just squimps. I'm over here rubbing my hand on his walls. It's like, yo, it's so smooth. It's so smooth. He's like, oh, yes, yes. All, all my walls are smooth, my friend. Come, come. And, like, the smells that wafted out of this man's kitchen, I was shook. I'm I'm just smelling smells I ain't never smelt before. And, like, he goes, like, over here to the dining room. Sit, sit. And, like, we go to sit, and I just see, like, this spread. Like, there's, like, so much fucking food. I'm like, yo, is are you inviting more people? Like, oh, no, no, it's just for us. And I'm looking. He's got Spanakopita cured meats. Olives, feta, uh, tirocopita, domades, musica, pasticcio, fucking pork and chicken souffle. Well, we didn't eat the pork because, like, my pops was Muslim and that made me Muslim by default. But, like, the chicken souvlaki, a uh, big-ass bowl of tzatziki. There's, like, this rice. There's, like, three or four different salads and, like, fucking bread. There's, yo, there was so much bread. And then he had, like, a little... 
uh, area set up with the desserts. He had baklava, lucumades, and uh, some sweets. And I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is fucking amazing. Like eating and shit and just like just, just fucking just slopping it down, man. And like his wife came in. She's like, oh, nice to meet you. And I'm, like, and I'm thanking her. I'm like, oh, thank you for going through all this trouble and cooking this meal. And like she's looking at me confused. It's like, I don't cook. I'm like, what? Oh, this like, did you guys order this? And he's like, and then he got upset. He's like, looking at me, he's like, hey, I cooked all of this for you guys. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man. I cooked all of this from scratch. Everything you see on this table, I made. I'm like, holy shit. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that he made this shit. Because the dude, he walks around in like a pristine fucking suit everywhere he goes. Like he shows up on the sites with a fucking suit and a hard hat. It's a, <laughs> it's a weird look, but like he keeps it like fucking really professional. And I'm thinking like, no way he made this. And then like he showed me the recipes. And I'm like, yo, you got to tell me how you made this tzatziki. And he's like, oh, it's simple. Yogurt, uh, cucumber, cement. I throw a little bit of garlic, a little bit of dill, and that's it. I'm like, what? And it tastes like this? I'm making this shit every fucking day it was that good and like that's one of the things because like he he learned how to cook when he was a kid from his grandmother and his mother and like he still kept those skills his entire life he didn't cook every day mind you but he still understood how to cook and how to season shit and also let me tell y'all you need to season your food season i don't mean salt i mean season spices herbs because the way this man's food tasted this motherfucker understood you gotta you gotta mm, marinate it and then season it cook it properly and then serve it and it tasted fucking oh because i know some of y'all out here just not seasoning y'all shit and you know who i'm talking about y'all know who i'm talking about it's those people that pronounce my name Alley, like that yeah them people with a little speck of pepper on a piece of chicken breast you say that's season oh you put a little dash of paprika okay where's the flavor where's the herbs where's the rosemary huh where's the basil where's the garlic powder onion powder some sort of spice cayenne chili like come on season your food it's essential that's what makes subpar food passable and passable food fucking delicious. It's the, it makes all the difference. I'm going to give you guys a fucking tip. If you don't grow your own herbs, just buy these herbs. Basil adds a nice sweetness to whatever you cook. They're very floral, just delicious. Oregano grows really easily. You probably might have to kill it. That's how well it grows. And it goes great in tomato sauces, um, stews. It's just, it's a solid herb. Thyme. If you know Jamaicans, they put this in everything that's savory. Go curry, oxtail, stew chicken, everything. You be pulling out the little thyme uh, sprigs every time you eat their food, but it's delicious. Because they know you got to add the seasoning. Herbs are essential. What else? Mint make tea you put it in shit you put it in like ah uh, and it grows you don't have to do anything 
You don't even have to really water it, really. It's just, it just shows up. Put some mint somewhere, and you, you're going to have a problem. But it's a good problem. Rosemary. Rosemary is also very resilient, grows really well, and it's great with beef, chicken, especially turkey. Uh, rosemary and sage, I'd say those are two interchangeable. I'd say get both. You can grow them. Look for seeds online. When uh, Canadian Tire opens, go to their garden center and get some stuff. You can get ones that are already growing. Just throw it in your backyard on a balcony or somewhere. And just, like, have your own herb garden going. What else? Uh, Dill. Dill, dill, dill. Goes great with uh, fish. Throw it in soups. Put it in yogurt. You just got a nice dip. Like, dill is bomb. And it grows really well as well. It's hard to kill. It's a weed. It's literally a weed. And then, um, I know I'm forgetting one. Ah, uh, yes, yes, parsley. Parsley grows really, really well. You can probably, when it gets to winter, maybe bring it inside if, uh, if you've got like a balcony in the backyard and you have it growing outside. But parsley adds a nice bit of freshness to anything you cook. It goes, you can literally put parsley in everything. And uh, lastly, I'd say chives. Chives add a nice oniony flavor without the, I guess, heavy oniony um, texture. If you if you don't like onions, uh, try using chives. It's a nice, uh, nice addition to pretty much anything. And like once you got those going, you delve into the world of other seasonings, dried spices, cumin, fennel, and all that. Once you once you get a grasp of how to use these and where to put them, your food is going to taste significantly better. And it's like it's like a it's like a potion, it's like a boost. It's like you throw some basil in it's like plus 10 taste or something. It's like, you know, you, like you just you just got to start doing it. Season your food, herbs and spices. Now, yeah, that was my quick PSA to those that uh, need it. But, um, yeah, food and cooking, I, I I fell in love with it. Like, especially watching my, my mom and pops cook. Like, my mom, she cooks this stew chicken in a way where, like, I try making it. It's just very simple. Just fries it hard, throws in some carrots and onions, add some water, and then throw the chicken back in. But yet she's able to get the sweetness out of the chicken. And, like, mind you, I've watched her make this from scratch many times. And, like, I feel like she threw something in there, like, last second. Like, oh, look over there, distraction. Like, huh? And just, like, threw something in. And, like, I'll, I, I'll never figured out. I never figured out how she just gets, like, a like, little bit of sweetness out of it. And it's just delicious. And then my, my pops, like, he loves cooking. Like, he makes these shrimps, like, every holiday. It's like, um hollandaise uh shrimp and it's like oh it's so good like literally i look forward to that every single year it's uh if you haven't had hollandaise with shrimp garlic i think he has like parsley and dill in there oh it's just oh it's just it hit different it's just hit different and then from then on i got a curiosity about cooking and you know back in the day y'all remember emerald lagasse bam <laughs> That motherfucker be chefing that shit on them shows. And I'm like, I'm just awestruck. This man's just cooking whatever and everything. 
And then from there, I'm getting into like different food shows and just watching Gordon Ramsay, Guy Fieri with a triple D. Iron Chef was the shit. Iron Chef was the, that was like fucking Battle Royale cooking edition. These motherfuckers went in. Back in the day, all I like literally, I just count the days when it's like, oh, it's Iron Chef Day? Oh, it's not? Okay. Let me just go back to watch an anime. But like, Iron Chef. That was where people just showed the immense amount of training that they've had throughout their cooking career. Because they're able to take a single ingredient and chef up so many different dishes. And that's the greatest thing about cooking. Because if you're broke, and say you only got like beans, you can chef it up into like some next shit. And like that's the one thing I took away from Iron Chef. Is that even with like a little bit of ingredients, you could just chef up some shit. If you got the knowledge and the skill, chef it up, blow it up, eat it up. Yup. It was fucking amazing. And then uh, <laughs> I had a few chef crushes. Uh, Laura Calder, she had a French cooking show that I'd watch religiously. I don't think I missed the episode. I initially started watching it because, like, yo, this woman's hot. Let me just, uh, you know, watch the show a little bit. Then I'm just like, yo, this French cooking looks dope. And I tried a couple recipes. I'm like, yo, this is fucking delicious. Okay. It's one of my favorite shows. And then you have uh, uh, Anna Olsen. She had a baking show. And uh, she was also, also, shout out to her husband. This man got lucky as fuck. Like, yo, this got a hot wife baking you all this delicious treats. That's probably how he got so big. But, like, yo, that man's living the dream. And, yeah, I learned how to bake a little thing. So, you know, I baked some cakes, some cookies. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I'd say Chef Michael Smith probably be one of the bigger, I guess, influences for me to, like, really get into cooking. Because, like, he took cooking in a way that was very, like, not trying to upscale it, but, like, he'd show you a way to, like, take regular shit to make it better in a way that was just simple and easy. And then, um, not to mention Good Eats. That was a that was a great show. I think it came back recently, but, yeah. The cooking channels and all that combined together just helped me become a food fanatic. And, uh, yeah, now if anything happens, I know that, like, I'm good because, like, I know how to cook. Like, pretty much you put me in a wild area. As long as there's, like, some sort of animals and vegetation and, like, fish, like, I should be all right. I'll be able to chef up something. But, um, it's, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's an essential skill to have. Everybody should have it. But, yeah, let me give shout-outs again to my moms, like... Yo, she been cooking for a time, dog. For a time, dude. Fed all of us so well. Still does. And, yo, she makes this rum cake every year. Like, like wintertime. Like, Thanksgiving to Christmas. Sometimes New Year's she'll make some cakes. But, like, these cakes. Mm, I'll fight. I fight people for these cakes. And she gives them away. She gives them away. I'm like, yo. You should sell these. These are delicious. I would buy them from you. And I seen you make this. Like, yo, it's that good. And yeah, if you know me and I, and I ever brought you like some rum cake, just know that's all love. Because like I will fight you for that cake. And the reason I'm giving it to you because I'm showing my care and affection. And I appreciate you. 
So yeah, if I give you a cake, you just know, just know it's real, some real shit. That's real, real feelings. Cause I, I wanted that. I wanted that for myself. It's that good. But uh, let me uh, <laughs> let me relax there for a second. And uh, yeah, on the same tangent of food, like there's there's an art to it as well. Like no doubt in my mind. Like I see on some of these restaurants, like um, if you watch uh, Strictly Dumpling, uh, uh, Mike Chen, he shows like a lot of these restaurants and like the way they prepare food and this the the way they display it. Sometimes I'm like, bruh, I don't even want to eat this. Like, I want to take photos of it. I want to pin it on my wall. Like, it looks that good. but And then you taste it, and then these these colors form in your head. You remember Ratatouille? The right, the cheese, and the, the strawberry. And he's like, oh, shit, what the fuck is this? Hey, yo, hey, yo, homies, yo, taste this combination of shit. Yo, this rat motherfucker knows what's up, man. The fuck will you learn this shit? He's like, yo, I be reading books and shit, homie. He's like, all right, good looking out, cuz. Good looking out. Hey, yo, go find us some more food, motherfucker. Feed us. We're hungry, yo. We rats. We rats. We hungry. We're always hungry. And like, <laughs> and like, you know, just like the amount of skill and training needed to just plate, just plate a, a, a thing of food is bonkers because it's literally you're painting a plate with flavor. You, you picture that you painting a plate with flavor. That, that, mm, that, that hit, what? And then, man, there's so many places, like, I wish, I know right now I can't really travel and shit right now, but, like, the goal is to go to Japan this year, 2022, I'm saying it right now, go to Japan and just go on a food adventure and, like, literally explore the different combinations. They got strawberry-flavored chips. I know that won't taste good, but I just want to try it. I want the opportunity to just try it. And then um, ramen, uh, taiyaki, takoyaki, fucking nabe, hot pots, fucking bro, wagyu. Y'all, do y'all know about wagyu? A5 wagyu beef? BMS score 12? Just Google that shit. It don't even look like meat. It looks like fat with streaks of meat in it. It's like, bruh, you take a bite of that, you get transported to a new reality. You're not even know, you don't even know English there. You're just speaking beef. You see motherfuckers just beefing. <laughs> but, but yeah, I want an opportunity, you know, to try that in its homeland and explore because like food food has the ability to take you places like you eat a dish that's made by somebody's grandma that came here from a different country and you can taste the experience of her making that same thing for years from probably when she was a kid and when her mother made it for her or when her grandmother made it for her you taste tradition and food has a way of transporting that like even if you're not of the culture you can still taste the 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 amount of love if someone puts the time in and that's that that's what i find truly amazing about food because like i 
Ah, man. This guy, this guy I worked with many, many years ago. Italian. Uh, <laughs> Mikey. I don't know if he'll hear this, but, um, man, I remember I, I went to his house, like, 10 years ago now. And, uh, his grandmother, she was in her 90s. Barely walked, could barely see. She couldn't read anything without, like, these thick-ass, like, like extremely thick bottle glasses and her eyes look <laughs> she looked hilarious with the glasses on because her eyes look huge and uh you know she's this sweet old lady and she's like hunched over and she's like she'd like do like this like little short waddle walk but like when she started cooking like i don't know what the fuck happened she turned into like fucking gordon Ramsay's like where's the fucking lamb sauce and like she's just like <laughs> she was she turned from a sweet old lady into a, a fucking beast and she's like chopping shit and it's like i'm like yo she's like she did like a backflip like that's that, that's the energy she had in that kitchen a 90 year old woman did a backflip that's what it looked like to me and she she and he's telling me like she's been making this sauce since she was like six years old with her mother and grandmother and like I'm just tasting the sauce. Mind you, they grew their own tomatoes. They grew everything in the backyard. And, like, when I tell you, when I tasted this sauce, no word of a lie, the spoon fell from my hand. And I was transported to Italy. I was speaking Italian. They had little uh, uh, Johnny down the street. We'd go play games and we'd pick olives and we'd be like I was just I was just in I was just gone. I was gone. For a full five minutes I didn't move. It was that I can't even describe to you the flavors within it. She put a whole bunch of shit in this sauce. I didn't even wanna ask for the recipe because I feel like that'd be disrespect. But it was I tell you what. That was the greatest thing I ever put in my mouth. Hey, yo. And it, it changed my life. And it was a recipe that was passed down from her great-grandmother to her grandmother to her mother to her. She passed it down to her daughter. And hopefully Mikey learns how to make this sauce. I'm going to find you, Mikey. I hope you learn how to make that sauce. I, I want to taste that again. It was, it was mind-blowing. And so for those of you who, uh, you know, don't know how to cook or not good at cooking, you know, keep trying, keep got it. Cause you know, there's, there's a power in be able to transport people to different places and to show them that love without saying anything. Cause that's what it is. You're showing someone you care, you're showing them love and you're, you're literally giving them nutrients. You're nurturing them when you cook for them. Or yourself. So yeah. Learn how to cook. And uh, season your food. Grow some herbs. Start a little garden too. You know, I'll, I'll do a whole tangent on gardening. Because like, I'm I'm also big into gardening. But uh, yeah. Share the cooking. Share the love. Alright y'all. Peace. <laughs>